All right, y'all. So you are in for a show tonight because, of course, my sister Glenn is late AF. Late AF, and we are we are recording on a Friday night, and he gave me time just to sit at home and drink by myself, waiting on him. Wait, so, first of all, let me talk like she ain't forty. She the, she above sitting at home on a Friday night drinking. Let me talk. Like she always got to stay in the streets. You know, last somewhere to now. So, at any rate, <laughs> you've been warned. What may come out of my mouth this during this episode? <laughs> what may, what, that what, only what means, may wander out? Okay, that only means one thing. We are here for another episode of Who That Rises Up Sports Talk with a Gay Twist, and of course, I'm Kenny Ray, and I am Tipsy AF. And my late ass sister Glenn Reeves. <laughs> but I've had three shots of fireballs, but I mean, do you make watch me do it, honey? <laughs> Way too much. But I was, you know, I was determined to get an episode in this week, later or not, because we got shit to talk about. I and just want to know when she becomes so aggressive in her I know I think it's her 40 year old age. She wanna talk shit. Hurry up, bitch. What you doing? That bitch really didn't do that in her thirties, honey. I'm not very fond of her, honey. <laughs> you got the nerve. You got the nerve to call somebody aggressive because <laughs> not too much. Not too much. They're not talking about me, bitch. They're talking about you. You know how many folks I see and then you know how many folks I boyfriends, I should say. I seen you cuss out. Oh, you were that time. You were that time. You was throwing your husband's furniture out. out <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a little blessed. <laughs> you were you remember you had your husband's neighbors looking like, um, should we call the police or <laughs> you want a blanket? You need help. <laughs> I think. Look, I think that's why he don't want to live in the complex no more. I think he's trying to move. <laughs> he get, he's, he's more private. Look, I'm surprised they let your ass sit there anymore. <laughs> they keep changing the locks. They go, bitch, keep going in. I don't know. I'm a bit blessed, though. I, I do admit that. But as I'm getting older, I'm, I'll be 40. Never mind. Uh, I'm about to say, you better look, tell yourself, like, I ain't doing that. Ooh, I'm going to be a, a young spring chicken next year, honey. Um, she makes it do what it do. Don't ever get it twisted. She got a body built from, like, a, a look, I'm like a brick house inside of a warehouse, bitch. I got you. <laughs> Yeah. They said that foundation is strong. Huh? They said that foundation is strong. Listen, it's built like like below sea level, and I had to build it from the rock from the bottom up, like brownstone, bitch. I got this. <laughs> Baby, somebody, I said I'm a brick house. So I think somebody said inside of a warehouse. I felt offended at first, but then I realized. <laughs> It's like, wait a minute, was that a read? <laughs> right. I had to think about it for about 15 minutes. I say, oh, <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> a brick house ain't a bad thing, but a warehouse is quite large, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you call me fat? <laughs> um, one quite shows that it took me look, and by the time by the time I thought about it again, a bitch was too drunk to give a fuck. So <laughs> None of that mattered. So, yet and still, right. I'm a brick house inside. That's my new slogan. I'm a brick house inside of a warehouse, bitch. I got there. Okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, it has been, you know, girl, I, as I get old, I seem to be more calmer these days. I don't cuss as much. I cuss, instead of 100% of the time, I cuss about 90. Um, okay, I'm about to say, because I believe that when I see it. 
No, I still cuss a whole lot. Don't, don't. You can ask anybody. I, and then the, my mood changes like the light switch, bitch. Like one minute I'm fine, the next minute everybody's on my shit list, and I do mean everybody. No, well, that is true. Now I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that firsthand many a times. I just, Girl, what's wrong? you know, he was just fine five seconds ago. <laughs> now you know, because you, but you know me, I don't ask questions. Like you know, I don't give a fuck. I know you at that point. So I, I'll just be like, all right, girl, well, let me know when you're done, whatever you're going through. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have been sisters almost 10 years in about two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I think that it has managed to, I can say the one thing about me is that I've, as I've gotten older, I've tried to take baby steps of being less of an asshole than I was the day before. Um, but okay. I've come to the, I, I, but I've come to the realization that it wasn't my fault. You was fucking with me first. So that's kind of <laughs> how this works. Listen, um, you, are, you, you are who you are. And... No blessing, honey. Thank you. <laughs> Lift his hands high. Um, speaking of are who you are, let's go ahead and get into baby daddies of the week. Because there's some fuckery. Well, not, not fuckery. Well, yeah, fuckery. I can say that. Let's just blow the team up. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just blow the team up, why don't you? Um, I'm going to start with the the trade of what I what we we've had rumblings of. We've had timeout, pause, hold on, rewind. Before I go any further, and I forgot to mention, I forgot to send it to you in notes. Two boys, gays, and all things in between. Let me give about two to three minutes of Brady Gate because there's been an update. I forgot. Ooh, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> Brady the best. Ooh, let me take a sip. <laughs> so he got on television and said that he has no no desire to retire. Uh, I saw that. You have no desire to retire. This is your shit. This is your team. Your team is now three and three. Um, you got beat by the Steelers, which we'll talk about momentarily, because um, I have a lot of shit to say about that. But mm-hmm. your 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 well, your almost soon to be ex wife has simply stated, and you wonder why we're not together. Uh, when did she do that? Because I missed yesterday. that. I saw I saw his press his press conference, but I didn't yesterday. see her response yesterday. I would just want to be Javel Boonchin's friend for all of 24 hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 24 whole hours. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, I think that's just their, like, tacit, like, way of saying, yeah, he could. Well, let, all right, let me back up. Let me go. Let me back up. First of all, did you see how he looked during that press conference? Like a rabbit, like a rabbit beast. Did he look like? Did he look like a beach bum? Like he looked like, <laughs> he looked like he was like somebody on the side of the street in Saint Petersburg, in Saint Petersburg, trying to sell you a flower. <laughs> He's telling y'all, take off your shirt and look. Take off your shirt and go run around like your wife said. He really has like he really has just given up. Like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't give a damn. Oh Lord! I was like, "Oh, so you really just don't care, huh?" Okay. <laughs> right. Well, you know, by the by his by, like like she said, we run around here just doing what the fuck we want to do, and you are you have no plans on retiring. And I quote, 
And you wonder why we're not together. Where is she released that? Was that like on Twitter or something? Or she just it was a tweet. It was no, it was released. Uh she was walking out of a um looked like a building of some sort, and they they had responded to it. What (laughs) um but yeah. I I'm I'm here for the fuckery, I'm here for the drama. (laughs) I'm here, look, I am here for it all. Oh my gosh. Uh Tom Brady really just don't give a fuck, does he? Nope. Nope well, and nope and nope. I think he messed with the wrong one though. We're gonna see. I know who will the pants in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna see. I think he messed with the wrong one. We will see. All right. Well, Team Giselle. Well, yeah, that's what I said. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna go get a Bucks jersey that say Team Giselle. They're gonna say you like Tom Brady? Nope, my name's Giselle. Nope. Honey. <laughs> my name is Giselle Lucian. Uh, I just want to go in like I just want to go to some like beach club with her and and sit down and just lay in something skimpy and drink pina coladas and just let her spill the tea. Mm-hmm. Because you know she will. I just, look, just sit back. I, girl, I don't want well, you to no, she, don't she tell from Brazil, you know what? Like, I'll get her a caprahinha and she'll just mm-hmm. be like ready. <laughs> girl, just tell, come sit down and talk to mama, honey. Girl, what do you say? Yeah, oh, for real. Look, for kid, real? you know how black women do. For okay. real, for real. You know he ain't shit. <laughs> Girl, you know if I was you, honey, this is what I would. I'd never let him say that shit to me. <laughs> oh lord. So, but yeah, I wanted to give that update. But back to what the matter is at hand. As we all know, the Carolina Panthers are in dumpster fire. Burn it all down. I do me burn it all down. They need and to. Start huh? They need to. Yeah. I mean, after watching their, you know, Robbie Anderson was, he got demoted. I mean, got cussed out on the sideline and got sent to the locker room tomorrow. The next day he was a part of the Arizona Cardinals. I said, oh, I well, get it. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know what they expected with, when they hired Ron Rivera. So, I mean, yeah. Matt Rule. See, oh, my stay, sorry. I told you I've been, been drinking. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> stay on course. I'm sorry, I got to mix up with the Washington, whatever the fuck they call themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to that in a second. But okay. CMC, known as Christian McCaffrey, has been traded to the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. Well, children, well, well, well. I've got thoughts. thoughts. Oh, I've got plenty. All right. Go ahead. So first thing is San Francisco is a very well-run organization, and they took a big swing. And so they already have an office of genius and Kyle Shanahan as their head coach. And what they just did was twofold. One, they give him yet another weapon <laughs> – to plug into that offense, another playmaker that doesn't require Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball over the top, but you can get the ball in space and let him make plays. So what you're telling me is that, so now you're going to add uh, Christian McCaffrey with a Debo Samuel and what's the tight end Kittles? Uh, what's George, George Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah. Like, so they've got weapons all over the field on top of the fact of that ridiculous front seven that they have with, you know, Bosa. And I mean, 
this is a very, very good football team. So that was that was they, they took a big swing. And odds are the way that the NFC is so wide open right now, it, it, it very well could very much pay off. Number two, you got to you got to believe that uh the LA Rams were probably looking at Christian McCaffrey. Um Green Bay. Yes, Green Bay was probably looking at him. Um, fucking Kansas City was probably looking at him. And so they also, yeah, they gave up four draft picks. I mean, they were lower draft picks, but they gave up four draft picks, which is a little more than I would have suggested. But on the same vein, at the same vein, they keep Kisher McCaffrey away from their competitors that they will likely see if they make a playoff run. So it was a genius move. Like I completely applaud it, and good for Christian McCaffrey for having to cut his teeth in the pan- with the Panthers for all those years, and then be and, able and to then get traded. the bullshit, right? And get traded to at one an offensive-minded team, and he fits really well in their offensive scheme. And you know, they, I mean, the prospect they look really good. So, yeah, I mean, a brilliant move, brilliant move. Like, yeah, I when he posted his goodbye. Um, I was proud of him. You definitely, you know, definitely had the bull. Like he had to endure the bullshit. He was. I think he didn't. Get, he wasn't there when Cam took them to the playoff to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, he wasn't there for that. So you know, you had to endure all the shit the last few years of the Matt Rule experiment, um, and now the Baker Mayfield flop. I mean, come come on now, you got to give me something. Yeah. Uh, You've got to give me something. So definitely, I'm very impressed with that. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, even like I said, next year, Trey Lance has another. They both of them have a new weapon, um, especially if he's healthy. He's still coming out of that back end. Um, that is a big question mark, but he also doesn't have to be the center focus of their offense. No, like he, he doesn't expect him to make big plays. You have Debo Sanders, you have George Kittle. So now you can just be. CMC, you get what I'm saying? You can just mm-hmm. go out there and get you a few yards. Um, they still have a power back. I forget his name, but you get what I'm saying? You don't have to go out there and just be all that you can be. Yeah. There was no one else to help you. Um, right. So it may take some pressure off of you. Absolutely. No, so not definitely, take pressure off him at all. Like he becomes just a part of a already well-established machine. Um, absolutely. Which is, which is good for him because he's not a big guy. Um. So, yeah, I think it's going to work out very well for them. On a completely unrelated note, I believe this makes them the most attractive team in NFL. It does. It very much does. (laughs) It very, very much does. And so for that, I am, like I said, they are a team to watch. Now, they got beat by the Falcons last week. (laughs) Uh, I got some words to say about that. but I don't know if you want me to do it now, but we can can do it now. Go ahead and do it now. All right, so I know as soon as I let these words pass through my lips. <laughs> it's going to be like the Titanic. It's going to it's gonna be like the Titanic. Titanic. It's going to be like fucking deep impact Armageddon, like, you know, uh, <laughs> coming hailed by a brimstone. But, like, are the Falcons actually decent? Like, they, I like, yeah, you know me. <laughs> like, I, I start. They started to pique my interest a little bit after the win against the Cleveland Browns. I was like, okay, but it's still the Browns, whatever. But that win against you know San Francisco was very. Now, granted, San Francisco was a little beat up, but 
Still, the Falcons may actually be decent. That's as much as I'm going to give them. But at least they're not god-awful dumpster fire bullshit. I might actually buy a shirt. I was going to ask, are you ready for some... Are you ready for some paraphernalia? I might actually buy a shirt. She might ask. Speaking of shirts, um, <laughs> really quickly... <laughs> Don't start that bullshit with me because I know where you're going. <laughs> Don't start that bullshit. Like I'm tipsy, you will get the curse the fuck out. <laughs> you know, you gays are real sensitive, honey. Um, you gay, you gays are real. Yeah. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> Sydney, we owe you a T-shirt. Uh, well, I do. <laughs> Let's move on to because <laughs> she know where I'm going. I'm busy. Oh God! Well, first of all, Sydney, we like to thank you for being an avid listener. Um, and as I've stated to you last week, uh, under the nervousness of my dear best friend uh, and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, and a $500,000 fine, $50,000, whatever the fuck it was, uh, please send me your size and the particular T-shirt you want from the Fanatics website, as I will be purchasing that and sending that to you as soon as you get me the information that is necessary. Now, oh. well, ladies and gentlemen, David and Goliath met this mm-hmm. past weekend. And Goliath decided that, no, I'm sorry. David decided he was going to go up the mountain to meet Goliath. And David came back down victorious. Okay. I'm going to let my sister go ahead with this one because I want to know what she was doing and how she is feeling. All right. So as I said before, the last episode that this game made me extremely nervous because um, you know Tennessee has a very good quarterback that is playing himself into a top five at the very least clearly top ten but is looking like top five draft pick um, what's his name Hooker I know his last name is Hooker I can't remember his name it starts as H Holden Hooker or something like that um but he's a mobile quarterback. He's got great arm talent and they are leading the uh, NCAA and plays over 30 yards. They get the ball deep. They, they, they throw the ball over the top and they do it well. And I knew that Alabama's secondary was extremely suspect. So that was my concern. And that's exactly what happened. And it turned to a shootout. Bryce Young did not play bad. He played very well. And Alabama's offense did not look look bad, but 15 penalties again, which is the same yeah. thing they did against Texas, which really changed the the profile of that game, especially in the fourth quarter. Right. Now I won't say the fourth quarter. That was me being, you know, sports talky. This is the fan. Fuck them refs. (laughs) I was waiting for you to get to that. That's why I didn't share anything. Fuck Fuck every single one of them. One for that goddamn bitch-ass, punk-ass pass interference call in the fourth quarter that they did 
on fourth down. And second, the fact that they did not re- stop and review that clear strip, sh- uh, strip sack that was a fumble and Alabama recovered, but Tennessee and Josh Heupel, their head coach, that motherfucker that used to coach at UCF and they do that hurry up offense and whatever, they went and sat the ball before it was reviewed. And so it never got a chance to be reviewed. Alabama should have had the ball. So fine, whatever those things happen, it's a party game. I'm willing to make peace with it. Yes, that's it. Fuck them reps. Fuck them. Like, if I see you in the streets, I'm throwing hands. You know, you go to jail for that, right? They got to catch me first. I've seen you run. Have you? <laughs> Have you? Because if that was true, you know I can run. <laughs> I'm just saying. Have you? Have you? Have I you? mean, we <laughs> As you never mind. Anywho, but but I will say interesting on the more interesting side. This sets up a possible scenario that would set the world of college football on fire if it were to happen. So Alabama could still win out, go to the SEC championship. Tennessee has the best win of the season so far because they beat Alabama when they were number one. So even if they lose, Tennessee loses to Georgia and then goes to the SEC championship and Georgia happens to lose to Alabama, you've got a one loss Alabama SEC championship. They're going to get in a one last, a one loss Georgia and a one-loss Tennessee with the best win of the season. You can have three teams in the SEC. In the the SEC being the SEC. People will lose their fucking mind. But this is a possibility. Well, Mario, we have a fan question while you're... See, you know we have good timing. You know the Lord uh, works in mysterious ways. I don't know if it's... (laughs) Um... This is from Mario. Mario's from, yeah, Mario is from Knoxville, Tennessee, um, which leads up to our question. Mario, don't start that bullshit with me. Like, I'm happy that you listen, but I would hate to, like, Why are you so ahead. sensitive? You need a hug, bitch. You know why I'm sensitive. Because they lost. We get it. Girl, and just because your team is losing this year, don't trip, because you would have Jewish. First, like, first, first of all, Tom, first of all, we're not talking about okay, LSU. Oh, 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 who's getting sensitive now? LSU be Florida. Calm down. We didn't play Alabama. It's not our turn yet. It's not our turn. <laughs> you calm the fuck down. Uh, <laughs> you calm the fuck down. Uh, but <laughs> we play Ole Miss, so I knew we'd do it for a new shellacking this week. <laughs> don't act funny. Uh, so, don't act like I know where our ass whooping ain't coming. I'm just, yeah, I'm just letting him know. Like, okay. But Mara, you have to excuse her. She's a bit blessed. Uh, well, started. I've been drinking, so go ahead. <laughs> when she get old, I'm gonna have to be near that bitch as she get older in life because we gonna have to look. You know that statement as we get older, we gonna because you we gonna always be best friends. A because she know too much. That's point blank in the period. 
Bitch knows way too much. Uh, get out here and shame in my bad name. Like we ain't family. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, when we get see now, we gonna be new best friends. Cause I'm gonna need to be around that bitch so she don't have to be in these streets in her good song eighty. I'm gonna have to do so. We ain't gonna be able to do it. Okay. Um. So the question from Mario once again. We do apologize. Uh, the question from Mario is this: Would that make so? The question is, with the 12th team expansion coming, as we say, within the next two to three years, if there's an, pretty much an all-SEC college football playoff, do you think that that will speed up the process? With the 12-team format, if there is a SEC playoff, would, would, do you think that no, all SEC college football playoff. You know, three teams out of the four would be SEC. Do you think that that would speed because they don't, instead of trying to, even though that's a powerhouse conference and we know more schools are coming within the next two years, yeah. would that speed up the process of saying, hey, listen, let's do this shit next year so that we can have more schools in the running instead of just once again having, because SEC is going to be a powerhouse for oh, years. Oh, so you mean speed up the process to getting towards a 12-team Correct. playoff? Okay. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, the answer to the question is no, and it's not the most interesting reason why is the only reason why it's taking, and frankly, I'll take a step back, it's happening a lot quicker than I anticipated. Um, the only reason it's taking the time that it is because there's a lot of logistics involved with how they're going to organize it with school schedules, NCAA rules, most importantly, is TV contracts and, you know, a contracts they have with the bowl games and all those things. So it's more of the administrative legal X's and O's is the reason why it takes longer. It's not so much because of the actual sporting aspect of it. I know that that's the that's unfortunately a nerdy and less sexy answer, but that is the answer. Uh -huh. So it's mostly because of the TV contracts and the different contracts with the bowl games and all that stuff and organizing that they got to renegotiate these things, renegotiate which bowls are going to do what, how they're going to organize it, et cetera. And so that's the reason why. But from the projections that they've given, it's happening way faster than I anticipated, to be honest with you. I thought it would take longer than this. Yeah, um, I didn't think it would be because they kept saying 2024, 2024. And I was just like, damn, that's kind of quick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I think I think they're in a rush because they know it's going to make a lot of money. Um, but they just oh, have to get through. They just have to get through the red tape of bureaucracy first. Um, uh, as far as, you know, the SEC having a its own playoff, <clears throat> I don't ever see that happening just because. You know, they're not professional athletes and there are academic obligations that they have. So they're already trying to figure out how they're going to work out going to a 12 team system because, you know, there's only so many games these kids can play and they still have to go to school. So I think <clears throat> the one plus it's being dumb motherfuckers. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch on that. But um, <laughs> the one plus I do see with this is that you're gonna see a lot more conference play, and um, 
Yeah, so you're not, you're not going to see Alabama and LSU and Georgia and all them taking on like you know Betsy's East Bumblefuck School of Babysitting <laughs> and Hair Design. Uh, you know, like you're College see, of Louisiana. Right, right. Northwest, South, Eastern Corner State University <laughs> and all that. <laughs> you're going to see you're going to see better matchups week after week because they're going to have to they're going to get rid of a, not, a lot of non-conference games and as the conferences consolidate into you know a couple big ones that's going to be it's going to make for more exciting Saturday football um, oh, now I don't know what that means for the Pac-12 I frankly don't mean, know what it means for the big the Big Twelve either. If those conferences even will exist in a couple of years, to be honest with you, or maybe they consolidate, I don't know. But they better get on the good foot because, I mean, USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten was a huge hit for the Pac-12, and obviously Texas and Oklahoma leaving for the SEC. I mean, it's, it's you know. I, okay, we can have, you know, Okie State can run the Big 12 for a while until they decide to go somewhere else. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But at least uh, I think that – I think it's going to make for more interesting college football. I'm still not a big fan of this 12-team format, but it's coming. I don't have a choice in it, so whatever. I make. Yeah, they didn't didn't ask for your vote, unfortunately. I love you, but they didn't ask for your vote. It's going to happen. Speaking of, uh, (laughs) thank you, Mario, for your question. (laughs) But speaking of uh, needing a a longer playoff and maybe some more seed added, we're two games into the season, children, and I have a question. Okay. Uh, Not for you. Well, I mean, and for anybody. Has anyone seen the Lakers in the last two games? I'm sorry if you did. I mean, I, <laughs> they look awful. They are god awful. God awful. I watched them the first, like, because it was they opened it with them being blown out by the Golden State Warriors in ring ceremony fashion. I don't know, fuck, they would even showed up for. Um, they were ten for forty. I'm sorry, yeah, ten for forty in free throws. And free throws. Uh, no, three points. I'm so sorry. I, about to say, I'm, I know they're the worst three-pointer shooting team in yeah, the league. 10 but... for 40. I'm going to start there. Night number two, they were seven for 21. I, mm, Kenny, I, I'm speechless because I'm not. I keep, say, I keep saying this, and I keep repeating it every year. The squad that the Lakers have put together reminds me of something that when you watch, I don't remember the name of the movie, but it was Shaquille O'Neal playing at the Grandpa Retirement Home and he was Grandpa Shaq. It reminds me of I that. that was it, Kyrie Irving. New, was it Kyrie? It was Kyrie Irving. Okay, my bad. Uncle Drew. Yes, Uncle Drew. It reminds me of that. It looks so lethargic and it looks like so I'm going to do one better. I don't know if you saw the game yesterday or highlights from it. AD yeah. got injured. AD got injured. Shocker. 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 Um, 
when he hit the ground and I felt like the season, when he hit the ground the way he did, I felt like their season went with him. Oh, well, you're being polite. But then I saw Russell Westbrook come off the bench and I go, maybe, just maybe, you will give that second team a spark. Well, so you're being real polite. Well, I'm trying, look, as I looked at him run with the second team, I said, well, okay, never mind. Fuck it. I guess you don't need to do that either. They look awful. Carry on. Go ahead, Cammy. Look. So their season was done two years ago, what, three years ago when they first signed Russell Westbrook. <laughs> their season was done in the offseason when they failed to go and get some young shooters to put around LeBron James. That's who he is. Like, LeBron James and the guards that they do have, they're all point guards, which is stupid because why would you put more point guards on the floor of LeBron James, who is, frankly, a point four? So what you have is, uh, you know, Anthony Davis, who can't stay healthy, and on top of that can't shoot anymore for some reason. Like, his shooting percentage has gone down every year. I feel like he's leaping up in the air like, oh, give me the ball. He had 20. Right. Fiber, but it looks like they were clawing for those. Right. You have Russell Westbrook who can't play off the ball. And and you got a bunch of people around them that can't shoot. It's that they're they're doomed. Like they may do well enough to get like a seventh or eighth seed at best, maybe six, but they're just they're not good. And it's time for uh, frankly, everybody just stop talking about them because so it's awful. I was watching TNT and TBS, and they were, of course, Charles Barkley, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and um, what's the white dude? Bernie, Ernie, Ernie Johnson or something like that? Yeah. Um, and I forgot who else. And they were talking about the Pelicans, and they said, do you think the current Pelicans roster, who they have, of course, you know, Zion is back and blah, blah, blah. And without fail, you know, Shaquille O'Neal is a Lakers fan from, from top to bottom, A to Z. He is what the Lakers are. He goes, yes. He said the Lakers, the Pelicans will have a higher seed than the Lakers will. Yeah, I agree. The contingent, Lakers, upon, the Pel- to, to contingent upon Zion Williamson staying healthy, but yeah. Absolutely, I, I, absolutely. But, absolutely. But he said, watching the Lakers today, I don't recognize them. He said they I do not have an identity. Huh? They, they do have an identity. Sorry. <laughs> Capital letters with exclamation points at the end. Listen, if anything, I'm honest. Like, I don't understand. Y'all, like, folks be trying to give, like, but look, I call it how I see it. It's crash test. Like, that's what I came up with the term crash test dummy. And given LeBron a almost $100 million deal, that was not the answer. No, LeBron was is an issue. Paying Russell Westbrook all that money was the problem, and now they can't move him because nobody wants him. Ain't he like the Titanic bitches ship? It's like, you know, that's my he favorite is, line. It's like the Titanic. Like, yeah, he's, he's like their yoke. Like, and you know, they can't afford to to bring like they they should have put nobody wants this contract. Just go get some young shooters. Like that's what they need. But I, I you know, I think this season is a wash. At best, they'll you know, make the in. play-in game. Two games but, in. <laughs> right. They may make the play-in game, like, if they go on a run or something. But, I mean, just look at, like, you know, the game against the Clippers. Like, they pay – they uh, the Clippers pay Kawhi Leonard, like, 
what like twenty minutes. Like LeBron was on that on the on, on the on the court for forty one minutes, and they still got their asses waxed. Like it's it's just it's not happening. It's not sustainable for LeBron either. Like it's just it's just not gonna work. I agree. It just looked as though I was like, who and what am I watching, Jesus? This doesn't make any sense to me. Not Jesus. <laughs> Not you coming out to Jesus. That's deep. I just was I was <laughs> flabbergasted as to what I was watching. I could not I could not fathom that team. And so all I'm gonna say is this before we move on. Lakers, get it together. And this year, if you make it, I don't see you going very far. I don't unless you make an absolute trade for about three or four young people. Because I, I looked at the bench, to be honest, and I was like, who the fuck are those people? Exactly. Who the fuck are y'all? <laughs> exactly. I dare you to name one of them. Well, I'm going to put an asterisk on your comment, and I'm going to say, Lakers, good luck next year. <laughs> not, not good luck next year. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. Well, well, boys, gays, and all things all in between. It is time for our favorite segment. She did that. She did that, honey. We have week six to talk about. We have already covered, well, Alabama, Tennessee, we've already covered. I, my sister is not in a well state of that. Um, yeah, let's move on from that one. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, she's not in a well state. We're just going to move on. Let's go ahead and talk about week six, uh, which actually made me very happy. I do want to share, though, I will agree with Tom Brady on one thing. The NFL is oddly weird this year. There's no standouts except for two to me. Uh, on that, Bills and I, huh? The Bills and who? I was going to say the Bills and the Eagles. I would have the, the Giants are running a close second behind because the Giants, for whatever reason, are looking real fucking scary to me. Uh, and I'll be honest, besides Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, I can't name two motherfuckers on their team. <laughs> yeah, for that reason, I was about to say, like, I mean, that's that's. I'm not going to. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not willing to take that far of a step. But they do look good. I would not call them a standout. But would, right now, yeah. the Eagles and the Bills look like they run their divisions. That I mean, their conferences right now um, yeah. with ease. Um, like I said, let me just delve into the Bills for a second. We all watched that Sunday night matchup of mm-hmm. the Bills and Chiefs. We waited all year for it. Um, it was it was what we expected it to be. Um, a good battle, um, ending in a Bills win of 24 to 20. Let me say this. I was very impressed with watching what the Bills did to keep Patrick Mahomes in check. You know, I don't like to toot my own horn. <laughs> yes, you, <can> you. <laughs> you know, because I'm such a humble person, and yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of <laughs> But you know, but I got receipts on this one. And last week's episode, I said Von Miller is going to be the difference maker in that game, and sure enough, he was the difference maker in that game. Like I think that. They, per- they knew- I think that the Bills are smart enough to know that we're already good on the front seven. We need to be great. And they already had a very good pass for us. Let's go get a future Hall of Famer and really put the pressure on Patrick Mahomes because we know we got to beat him to get to the Super Bowl. So it was mm-hmm. a genius move, and I think it paid off. 
Yeah, I was I was watching Vaughn. Like I said, I remembered your statement when I was watching the game, and I was every time the defense came out, I was fixated mm-hmm. um, on Von Miller and that defense. He is the catalyst. He is what makes that defense run, um, and they were able to contain Patrick Mahomes, and I, and I was I was thoroughly pleased with that. So big ups to the Bills. Um, this week they have. Uh, week seven, the Bills are on a bye week. They are off. Okay. They are off this week. Uh, yeah, they are off this week. So definitely much needed rest, I guess, after they took their bye week after after that. So big, big, big up and graciousness to them. Um, the Chiefs heads into the 49er land, which that's going to be a good that's game. Gonna be a good win. That's going to be a very good uh, one. Christian McCaffrey will suit up and he will have several packages. They said he will run his some packages for him. So listen, I, I'm with it. Um, what I do know is that good teams coming off an embarrassing loss and losing to the Falcons was an embarrassing loss. The 49ers are probably going to play very well and they're at home. So absolutely. that's going to be a tough, that's going to be a tough, a tall order for Kansas city. It should be a really good game. Uh-huh. Um, the Eagles, they went out and <laughs> I watched them put, cause the score doesn't reflect what that game was. And I watched that game. I was on vacation, but I do. Um, I remember watching that game and for the first half of that game, the Eagles ran the Dolphin, um, the Cowboys ragged. Like they worked their ass to death. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper Rush looked confused. And like I said, we know Cooper Rush isn't the, the greatest starter, or even for that matter, the best. Um, I don't think he is a starter, but um, but the Eagles had their their seventeen points that they gained. It was in the second half, and it, they had to earn it. Like the Eagles were just like, let's take the foot off the gas for a moment and see what they were going to do because they stayed for the first half. I watched Jalen Hurts, uh, AJ Brown. They just playing, and all of them playing pitch and catch. Uh, in the first half. So definitely, as I said, again, watching the NFC, um, the giants are nipping at the heels. I'm not going to lie. And this week we have this week, seven, the Eagles are actually off. Yeah. The giants go to Jacksonville. Right. Um, They should be okay. But the Eagles are off. So the Eagles and the bills look like they're off. Um, So definitely those teams, like I said, we're looking at, um, some of the powerhouses. Now, also, I want to say what's kind of interesting to me in my head is the Jets are four and two. The Jets aren't bad this year. No, and I think Robert Shalai. What'd you say? No, I didn't say anything. I was like, they're they're not. They're I, not the Robert Shalai is starting to, I guess, put his mark on what has been three years in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think they can, can beat the Broncos? I'm going to put a 50-50 and a pin in that because here's why. Russell Wilson is not playing like Russell Wilson, and he probably won't play this week. He's a game-time decision. Um, I don't think it matters, even the way that he's been playing. I think the Jets are going to win that game. Yeah, I do think the Jets will go out and do their thing. Like, I'm looking at them going, okay, I see you bitches. Um, well, they finally got this. They finally got – they've finally been able to – I mean – that's what Matt Flacco's is like. So, I mean, it's I me, mean, not Matt, Joe Flacco. Like, he's because Zach Wilson's still hurt, right? No, he's in. He's been back for two weeks now. 
Okay, that's what I thought. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. They've got they've got him to uh, they've got him to stop playing hero ball. So he's not making those same mistakes that he that he's been come like he's been known to do. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and they've got some weapons too. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think I think they're going to win that game because I mean the Broncos just look like a mess right now. Like, yeah, I, I don't I don't know who's to blame for it. I the way I look at it is Russell Wilson has been consistent every year for the most part when he's been able to when when he could when, when he's had protection obviously. Um, and if he gets to Denver and he looks like an amateur and right, doesn't he look like he should what came out of the undrafted rookie pool? Right. And so I'm looking at all right, so what changed? And I really think that they just got they, they, like I just think they have a problem with head coaching. I think he's in over his head. I think he doesn't know what he's doing. And I, I think, think you're thousand percent correct on that. I think Nathaniel Hackett is way in over his head. Now uh, I do. I also wonder: is there something going on with Russell that we don't know? Because he does not want to run the ball anymore either. You know, he's, we're used to him like extending plays, like you know, extending plays, scrambling when he needs to to create mm-hmm. space and opportunity. And whatnot. he's not doing that anymore. And I don't know if there's something going on that we don't know about, but Russ ain't cooking. So I don't know. I think I, I think Jess is going to win that game. Yeah, easily. Um, so yeah, I I do like I said that was a, a a fun. That was it was a game to I was like oh, okay I see him but I am definitely going to watch that game. Also, I want to take a moment and like I said, we're going to talk about the Steelers and the Bucks. I've been dying to get to this for a whole week, almost a week now. Yes, five days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Immense Brady Gate and uh, Kenny Pickett, who is now the starting QB in Pittsburgh. Uh, old Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to put it the way first take put it. And, uh-huh. and Dan or Orflosky, if I said his name wrong, I apologize. Because I actually think he's sometimes a pretty competent individual. He has his moments, although he's like a big Baker Mayfield fan for some reason. But anyway, I don't understand why I left that on. But excuse me, he hit it right on the nose when he said. Is it Bruce Arians that needs to go down to the locker room or is it Todd Bowles that needs to be relinquished? And I said, oh. The Bucks are not the Bucks. And as we witnessed last weekend, Tom Brady tore his offensive line a new asshole. Okay, so that's what I've been waiting to talk about. <laughs> he tore them a new asshole. And let me, before you say anything, if I was his offensive line and he just read me the right act, and granted, I know that's my job. I understand it. But do you think after you cuss me out, motherfucker, do I really want to go back out there and protect you? <laughs> Carry on, Ken. 
No, you being nice about it because let me tell you what you're not gonna do. <laughs> I'm a motherfucker grown ass man. What you you're not gonna part your lips and talk to me like I'm a motherfucking child. Like you're not gonna sit up here and yell at me like I'm some kind of underling. You take your scrawny ass out there and try to try to block some 280 uh, 80 pound man that's running a four six and see how you do. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like no, I wish you would. I wish look. Look, and, and that's why your fucking ass getting a divorce. Bitch, I would have been anything. Right. And then you had the nerve to go to fucking Bob Kraft's uh, wedding. You didn't fly with the team. You didn't practice. And then you got the nerve to come up in here and curse at me. Child. <laughs> now, as I went back on I, the I field. I wish you would. I'd have turned up and be like, turn them cameras off. <laughs> Look, I'd have looked at, I'd have turned on that field. And as soon as the first time person came, ran to up, you can go get him. I'm not even going to stop you, dog. As we lean in, like we lean face to face and we talk to each other. You know what? If you just run real fast, I'm going to move out the way. I swear I am. I'll be on better. Like, we go back in that locker room. I'm walking. Let me tell you something. <laughs> don't let the NFL shit fool you. I will fuck you, I will fuck you up in this <laughs> Wear your fucking ass out this parking lot. Right. You talk to me like that again. Like you got you see one how, more motherfucking time. Right. You one. see how big I am? Child, the bullshit is gonna be the least of your motherfucking words. Like, I don't give a fuck about them seven rings. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't like care. he pointed his finger in their face. I was like, nigga, what, are we confused? What are you talking to? <laughs> you would have seen that. You would have seen that on camera. I was like, who are you talking to? Like, who are you talking to? <laughs> I swear I'm, to you, he he got I'm a grown ass he, man. I'm a grown and then ass he man. Did, wait, he destroyed another tablet. And I was the NFL, NFL said, listen, player. See, this destroying this tablet shit you got a habit of doing. We not doing that. <laughs> we Ooh. cut I that shit out. I wish you would. I wish you would. Child. Oof. But yeah, I so like, they, he, I think he was sacked a total of five times. I right, said, so, I mean, all right, so on the football side of it, like, you know, <laughs> his offensive line is <laughs> atrocious. I won't lie. Well, I mean, well, I mean they, they got a lot of injuries. Like, I, I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think they have one starter on, on that, on that offensive line squad right now. And, you know, they lost, like, you know, they lost several weapons. I mean, and then they brought in Julio Jones. He's hurt. They brought in, um, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the, the, the small white guy that they brought in? He quit after one game. Cole Beasley. Yeah. They, Cole Beasley, they brought him in. He quit after one game. Like, they're trying to put this thing together. But, you know, so, t- to be fair, they lost a lot of people. And they've been hampered by injuries all season. They're not the team from last year, for sure. Like, we know that. And I understand that. Um, and it just is what it is. I mean, I know that we think that Tom Brady can pull a rabbit out of hat, and, and he, we've seen him do it. But, you know, he don't want to get hit. And it's always it's, – it's, it's, it's the worst-kept secret in the world – the way to beat Tom Brady is to move him off his spot. Well, it's pretty easy to do that these days. And as long as that's the case, this is what we're going to see. So, boom. On the flip side of that, Steelers, I commend you. Even though it was an 18-14 to score, listen, keeping the bus down with the the likes of Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady, 
Julio Brown. They still had Chris Godwin. He was back in the game. Um, so 14 points in that in your defense without TJ Watt, who will be back, I think, in about two weeks, so I've heard. Um is it's impressive. Like Kenny Pickett got his first two um first touchdown. Well, we've like always said, known Mike, we've always known Mike Tomlinson can coach defense. Absolutely. We know we've always known that. So and if he can slow the, the age though geriatric down. Right. <laughs> hey, yeah. listen. All you gotta do is move him a couple, like a couple inches off of his spot. There you That's go. all. You, like literally, move him out of those two lines in the middle, out of the pocket. Listen, yeah. you are good. At, you are golden. You are golden. Um, so big ups to them as far as winning. The Buccaneers take on the Panthers this week. I don't see them having many problems. Um, no, I don't. Now let me say this. Like I said, there's. I give the you know how ESPN be like you know seventy eight percent chance to win. I give the Bucks a ninety eight percent chance to win this game. If for whatever the Lord decides that this two percent and the the Panthers go on a, they somehow manage to beat the Bucks. Listen, children, we gonna have a problem <laughs> next I mean, week's episode. It's still the NFL, so you know it's not like any given Sunday where it's like you know. Yeah, it's still the NFL, so you know things can any happen, given Sunday, but they they should take business now. Let's take, I mean they are in Carolina. I don't know if that means much, but they're not at home, um, so you know we'll see. But I, I expect them to win that game. Absolutely. Um, next up on my agenda, who I wanted to uh, have a conversation about is where did I get? It went away. Oh, it was the Bills and the the Bills and the Chiefs, which we did talk about. Yeah, yeah. We had, we did talk about them this week. Oh, but you know, I will say that real quick. Week seven, the Falcons do take on the Bengals. I'm actually kind of excited to see that game, and I'm gonna be honest, it's just it's you know the Falcons look decent. They do. I still ain't gonna watch it, but at the very least, my interest is peaked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will attest to that. Um, my friend Tom well, is now, here, and like he knows the story. Of, like you know, I broke up with the Falcons. So yeah, you have a love hate relationship. It's, it's uh, very complicated. It's very complicated. So sis, we we have a question. <laughs> I have a fan question, and it it also okay. is part of week seven of oh she did that. Marty oh. Mar- Marty is from, Marty is from Las Vegas, Nevada. He's a Packers fan, and he wants to know how the Packers Las Vegas, huh? I hear Packers fan in Las Vegas. Listen. Oh, NFL Sunday ticket got me. Don't listen to me. I'm, I'm a little tipsy. Go ahead. Girl, listen to <laughs> funny when she's tipsy. Uh, anyhow, the, Marty would like to know are the Packers in trouble? Oh, yeah, honey. <laughs> oh, yes, honey. <laughs> if I didn't oh, sound like RuPaul just then it made me very happy. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, gosh. So the Packers are Got in. Got by the Jets, Sunday. They are in grave danger. And, you know, their culture will be their downfall. And I think we talked about this on an episode, I think it was like two episodes ago. And they need to make a big swing. They need to give Aaron Rodgers a weapon to throw to. But for some reason, they refuse to. They should have got in the Christian McCaffrey like sweepstakes. 
fucking they should have never let um Devontae um, Adams Devontae Adams go. But I mean, I don't know what you expect from Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Randall Cobb is still out and he's old. And I mean, so you're, you know, your number one, I think, is Alan Lazard, like, and he's an infant. And come on, Similac. Come on, Similac Milk. Right, yeah, he's an infant. Like that boy is like, he may be 21. Um, and you know, and Aaron Rodgers is, you know, he's our he's our queen of petty for a reason. Like he's our queen of shade for a reason. He's not gonna throw it to these young guys that he doesn't trust them. That are unproven. Um, Absolutely. Their defense isn't playing like we expected. Um the saving grace that they have is that that division is not particularly strong. As usual, you can't trust the Vikings because they're the Vikings and they gave all that money to to Kirk Cousins, which I still won't understand to this day. Um, But as far as actually contending for the NFC, I'm not seeing it. They, there is so much. Aaron Rodgers is like a Mr. Clean magic eraser. He is so talented and has a way of making the many deficiencies they have on their offense disappear. And as you saw his interview on the, um, what's that podcast he always does? Um, you know Which what one? The one he yeah, the one Aaron Rodgers is always on. We have his feet yeah. up in the camera. Yeah. Well, you know, they're talking about, he's talking about, he's, you know, he's, he's sending out his subliminal shady messages that he always does, talking about that we need to simplify the offense more. I'm like, how are you going to simplify it more? It's already simple AF. Like, they, it's I I just I don't see it for them. Like they they're in trouble. Um, like they, it's their saving grace is their division. But as far as them being considered a contender in NFC, I'm not seeing it at all. Yeah, I'm I'm and the NFC Central ain't hot except for the. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, but you know, they can fall off at any given time. Uh, and you playing it fast and loose with the word hot. So got lukewarm, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you playing it real fast and loose. I mean, I know that they are five and one. Are you six away? Are we six and one? Um but I think they're five I mean, and one or some shit like that. Five, yeah. Um but you know, I mean like the only I mean I, I don't like the you take a look at who they played, okay. They beat a list Dolphins. The Bears are god-awful and rebuilding. They beat your Saints, and, you know, you can handle that, but you already know. <laughs> the Lions, and they beat the Packers. And their only loss is against the one quality team they played, the Eagles, and they got shellacked. Yeah. So, you know, I just they're, – they're, they're not proven to do anything. No, not so, at all. So, Yes. And the Packers, are they off this week? Uh, the uh, no, they, they play the Washington Commanders. The Carson Wentless. So somebody's got to win that game. <laughs> God in heaven knows. South, I know. Thank God I got NFL Sunday ticket. I oh said, look, I, I said, look, I said, that game is at noon. 
Look, I sent her other dad. My dad was like, speaking of, so everyone knows that uh, Kenny's very close to my family. Uh, my dad considers Kenny his other son. And he goes, so my dad calls me this weekend and he goes, I'm going to need to use the NFL Sunday ticket because the Saints are playing in Cincinnati or they're playing Cincinnati. And, you know, they, my dad was in Wisconsin. Yeah, family. Last no, no, last week, last week. Uh, so when the Saints played Cincinnati, my, so in the middle of the game, I must have turned it on because I was in Florida uh, on vacation um, and I must have hit the wrong button and turned on my NFL Sunday ticket. My father immediately texted me, so who turned off the game? I said, excuse me. I said, first of all, your tone talking to me about my NFL Sunday ticket is a bit absurd. <laughs> I said, if you get NFL something like normal fucking people. <laughs> so, you know, anybody's trying to pay for that shit if we can get it for free. Right. <laughs> so, therefore, I know this week the Saints don't play. So, my father may not watch NFL Sunday ticket. If that is the case, I probably watched the Bengals and the Falcons or somebody up That would be on right. That would be on that one for sure. Yeah. So, out, yeah. Very truly. Now, before we move on to, uh, our chocolate milk with soul. Let me say this about my who that nation. I will I'm always, I will always forever wear black and gold. That is me. My sister can tell you I don't miss a beat. Win, lose, or draw. That is my team. What I see right now is not my team. I don't understand it. I will say we. Our three interceptions yesterday, one of them was not Andy's fault. I will give him that. Jameis is not the answer. I think we've come to that conclusion. Um, <laughs> Understatement of the century, but continue. It is, <laughs> we, he is not the answer. Um, I'm trying to configure if Dennis Allen is the answer, but here's what I think should happen. And I posted this yesterday right after the game. Sean Payton wants to coach again. We know he'll probably never be in New Orleans. He wants to coach the Chargers. Any team he goes to in the next three years owes us five draft picks, five from rounds one to five. We do not have a first-round draft pick next year. Let that motherfucker go coach somewhere so we can earn a first-round pick and get a quarterback. Well, rumors have been rumors have been going around that he's first in line to replace Cliff Kingsbury in, uh, in Arizona. In Arizona, mm-hmm. that's been the rumor. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I, I don't think that they're ready to give up um, in uh, in LA on the Chargers. But yeah, that's the rumors are that uh, he's he's on the short list and number one. What but, they, they want him in, in uh, Arizona. And like I said, Andy Dalton is not going to win you the game, but he's not going to lose it for you. Um, no, he will. But. My thing is this, and like Alvin Kamara had a team meeting, and let me say this, maybe team meetings are what's best because the Braves had one last year and they ran all the way to the World Series. Yeah, but they also made moves at the uh, trade deadline. Yeah, something they didn't do this year that made me kind of upset, but we'll talk about that briefly too. But what I – we have too many weapons to be underperforming. And we're underperforming at an alarming rate. That's all I'm going to say about that. We have 10 days before we go play the helpless Raiders. We make teams that are 0 and 99 look good. That's all I'm going to say. But be, let me say this. You're, you're lacking offensive weapons outside of Alvin Kamara. 
Yeah, because they're all hurt. Right. And then you're and then on top of that, I mean, you're depending on Andy Dalton. That part. It ain't gonna happen, sis. I know it ain't. That's why I said that's why I said in a conversation. <laughs> really quickly, let me say this. MLBP else is going on. Our Atlanta our Atlanta Brave were exited after the first round to the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm going to actually say I'm not upset. I'm, I can't say that I am either. I think they overachieved a bit, to be honest with you. With the roster that we had and with the injuries that we had, I didn't expect a lot. If we did repeat, I'd have been shocked. Um, what I am shocked about are the Dodgers. That's I, I'll say I'm glad you brought that up because I was about to say that's not the shocking one. The Dodgers are the shocking one. You win 111 games. And you were ousted by the San Diego Padres. Padres and ousted in Grand Tatis. What's his first name? Tatis, his fine ass. Um, he wasn't even playing. He wasn't. No, he's he's out until. So he was suspended sixty eight games. So, and that's not they didn't count none of them this year. So he won't even be back to the middle of next season. Mm. So they had Manny Machado, Juan Soto. They had uh, uh, Drew Chisholm. They had a then they have uh, uh, U Darvish, who's their pitcher. Let me say they have a good core of people. They lost tonight to the Phillies, but you win 111 games. You're the fastest to 100. You're the number one seed, and you win one game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think if the world was tired of seeing Atlanta and and and, and LA and, and National League Championship, I think the world was tired of seeing it. But go forth and prosper. Uh, I think the world's probably seeing the Astros and the uh, Yankees, but yeah, that too. But now you, but here's the thing. And, and I was watching MLB tonight, you know, we're sports people. So, you know, we watch anything that has to deal with sports. Big Poppy said it best. Now that you've done that, <laughs> what do you do now? Because you, your decision is you have a huge, the Dodgers next year have the highest payroll in baseball history next year. Next year. Yes. Mm-mm. Do you blow the team up? Because no. you have to, you're going to have to. No, they don't. It's, 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 it's not. They've got an ownership group that's willing to spend money, and it's not a salary they cap. They are, league. but you can't keep Trey Turner. He doesn't want to be in L.A. anymore. He wants to go back up north, he said. you got to hmm. pay Justin Turner. You have to pay an aging Justin Turner at third base. You just gave Freddie Freeman your first baseman. That's great. But you also have to pay Cody Bellinger in the outfield. You just gave Mookie his money. But you, you get what I'm saying to stay on top. Clayton Kershaw well, is old as thin. I'm about to say, he was going to be my question. Like, So you keep Clayton Kershaw because you've seen he does not perform in the playoffs. As dominant a pitcher he is, Kershaw, I don't like know a, what, like a, I don't like know what it is about that man. Huh? They waxed Clayton Kershaw like a pinata. Yeah, I don't know what it is about him, but he just does not perform in the playoffs. Like, that would be his legacy, which, unfortunately for him, I think he'll still be a Hall of Famer, but, like, he just, I don't know what it is. He just falls apart in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I say that. Like I said, the Atlanta Braves, they have to, we have to get Adam Duvall back. I would love for them to unload Marcelo Zuna. I, I don't, I, mm, he has to go. 
if that is the most underperforming athlete that I've seen in a long time, it is it. Um, and we need some help in the infield. Vaughn Grisham, and, and like I said, Michael Harris in the outfield, who was rookie, he's brand new to the playoffs. Um, Vaughn Grisham, you know, they, they, they still got milk behind their ears. Come on, y'all. So the expectation, like I said, our fifth National League East title in a row, big ups to them. So definitely, I just want to say that. Um, coming out of this, I'm hoping I get to see, the, the, the honestly, the Padres and the Astros in the, play, in the World Series. I don't like the Yankees. I could give less than two shits about the Yankees, and I definitely don't like the Phillies. Well, you know, as Braves fans, like we're like we're blood bound to hate the, the Yankees. So, yeah, <laughs> look, I can't stand the Yankees. So definitely, I am. I could give less than two shits, and the Astros are two up against them already. So, give God his glory. Um, moving on, and <laughs> me and Kenny said this earlier. When you guys' chocolate milk with soul questions are amazing. You bitches are starting to tug at heartstrings. <laughs> We're getting old. Okay. We're getting old. I mean, it's our um, fault. We asked, and we wanted this to be a part of the show. So, you know. So, we're going to give, we're gonna give them honesty. We're going to give them honesty. So. so, this question is no different. Um, this question is from Marcia. Marcia Pant hails from Florida. She does not say where, um, okay. but thank you. Marcia's question is love. For each of us, where do we see that in five years? Shall I go first or shall you? You go first, because I, I, I'm, I'm actually very curious to hear your answer. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, still that tea. <laughs> seeing as though I am a card-carrying member of Husbands USA, uh, I've, I've done the I've done the engagement. I've done the the trying to get to the aisle. Uh, I think in the next five years, I actually want to make it to the aisle. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. I, I will say I do have a good man. I, I'm not going to take that from him. Uh, we have our moments over the course of the last year. We've not had very many, so I think he's learning. Uh, and that takes a lot to deal with me. My sister can tell you. Uh, a lot. Bless his uh, heart. He deserves a medal, a badge of honor, a, probably a chick. Uh, and I'm okay with that. But uh, the one thing I can say about Bill um, is that he's very attentive and he knows me and he knows when it's time to have an argument, when it's time not to. And when it's like, babe, you going to your house or am I going to mine? What's happening? Cause we don't need to be around each other right now. Um, but he's, he's the yin and the yang. And I appreciate that. Um, so in the next five years, I do see, us trying to get to that altar and then i i do want to make that production because my sister can tell you anyone that knows me that knows if i'm getting married it will be a production of sorts it will be a production and i am okay with that uh, my they can tell you that and i'm excited about that it'll be gay um, af too what you say huh? it'll be gay af too absolutely <laughs> um, and you know bill says that he just wants to save the money for the wedding and go straight to the party. I said, well, I need uh, icicles and lights and shit flying from the wedding. I, what's, what's all of this? And he said, babe, do you really need that? Yes, I want it. Want it, I want it, I have to have it. It's like the kids in the, the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I want it, I want it, and I want it now. Um, but that's me. I, I tell people all the time, when I love, I love hard. And 
crazy it's weird because like i said i'm good at, i will love you great but also will tear up your house and i will go home and go to sleep <laughs> and that bitch on the phone can tell you i will go home and, and i i will go lay down and go to sleep like nothing ever happened and wake up and go what happened again girl i've um, seen it i've seen it and not leave my leave my relationship in shambles and wake up and call him and go to brunch and Oh well, it's just, it's just guess I ain't got no man until <laughs> they call five or six hours later and want to hash it out and talk. That's not what I want to do, and then I get pissed off all over again. So, I think as I've gotten older, I've managed to understand that that's sometimes not the way to go. I still throw shit. I still, you know, God is working on me, baby steps. It's not gonna happen in the next five to six years. Um, but if Bill makes it cross threshold number five, then I think we might go on and get a get a ring attached to her. <laughs> well, like, you know, like real quick before before I give my answer, I will say that <clears throat> Bill is is such a sweetheart. And what I like about Bill is it's twofold. One, he's the first person that I've seen my sister be with that has really kind of embraced all parts of Glenn, the good, the bad, the angry, the evil, the joyous, the moody, <laughs> the cursing, all that, um, and just kind of embraced it. And that's that's pretty remarkable, and it's a lovely thing to see. And the second part is that he is the first person that I've seen with that went out his way to actually get to know his your Glenn's friends, me included. Like he yeah. actually with like I, I've I've actually like hung out with Bill and Glenn didn't outside have of me part, outside of uh, outside of Glenn and he's mm -hmm. gone out his way to actually get to know me and like as 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 just actually a friend of his, um, which is which is different. So, you know, I like Bill. Like, he's a sweetheart. I completely I, like him. I will say my friends him. are my family. I talk to them just as much as I talk to my husband. Uh, probably a lot more than I talk to my husband at times. Uh, and there are certain names that I say in my day-to-day -day that if I'm having a conversation with them or I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, Bill is like, all right, babe, call me later. Go do what you do. And I can honestly say that when I say Kenny's name, as much as Kenny drives me up a fucking wall when she is here, uh, she takes me low. My husband go, but babe, that's your sister. That's your best friend. I, yes, I understand that. <laughs> I, get it. I still want to punch that bitch in the mouth. I do. I really, really do. Um, or if I'm going to Atlanta, Kim, Bill is like, nope. You and Kenny go have girls weekend. And he knows what that means. He knows exactly what it means from the time I land to the time I board a plane. It's an understanding. And he knows that he will talk to me very little. Most of the time he talks to me, I probably will be drunk. Um, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of backing forth. It's so he understands that. And when he understands my friends, it's one of those moments where you go, Oh, I get it. So that light bulb goes off. So definitely I thank him for that. But yeah, that's where I see myself in the next five years. I'll be 40 um, ja, ja, number of years old. Uh, still trying to wear tight clothes. Uh, 
I'm lying. I still will be wearing tight clothes. Shows <laughs> up to my ass. Uh, got your pussy all out. Yeah, <laughs> girl, that's common, honey. Like, like she ain't gonna try to wear V-necks to have a, her titties with her, all that. She think she think that's cute. It uh, is cute. It is, but when when like I said, I'm happy to stay near the bitch as she get older. I'm glad we live within a six hour difference instead of now a twelve. Used to, what used to be a twelve hour, so I can get to the host. So, so, so you know, because I'm hoping her answers around the same as mine over the course of the next five years. Because, like I said, she didn't like none it's of my husband beforehand. It's not. <laughs> she say it's not. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what, what, what was her name again? Um. <laughs> who gave us the question what you said I'm sorry what was your name again that gave us the question oh shit I gotta go back to my phone my bad okay don't worry about it I'll just start answering the question <laughs> her name is Mallory calm down alright so Mallory um, to answer your question I'm in a very different situation than Glenn is um, so if, if 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 you've been a listener to this show, you may have heard me reference or Glenn reference uh, if he'll say what you the, say. The ye that shall be not named. Yes. Huh. Shall, shall I mean, all right. So this person that he is referencing, I was with for about six years. Way too long. And and I thought I was gonna marry him. And I'm pretty sure that it turns out I learned that I think he has borderline personality disorder. <laughs> and I frankly was hurt very, very bad. Um, and this was about three years ago when I left him. And it's taken me a very long time to kind of come out of my shell to even think about or consider dating with intention. And I think I've been flirting with the idea of maybe being open to that lately of actually dating somebody with the intention of trying to get to know them with the idea of maybe a relationship situation. However, I'm still very um tentative in that regard and also i'm i'm still exploring what it is that i actually want and do i actually want to be um tied down for lack of a better term i don't want it to have a negative connotation but i've just been feeling when I when I meet a guy and you know we may go on a date we may hang out but there's always this feeling of like am I ready to give up my freedom and the answer is by and large no and it's consistently no and it has been for a long time so I don't know if I was born to run I don't know if I was if I was meant to belong to anybody I'm still kind of working those things out. Ideally, when I think about it and I, and, and, and I, my hopes and things of that nature, I would like to, it would be, I would like to meet somebody that, that, you know, adds something to my life that I find very valuable that I can see myself, you know. I was going to say for you really quickly, I, and I love you. So this is very honest. I think the person has to, 
has to want to has to want you has I think they have to make you want to come out of what's called your comfort zone. And right now that comfort zone is doing you being you because as I we've always and I think I've shared this with you. We don't need a man to do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. We you you have to make me want you. I don't need you to do shit. So for you, I think going forward as you get older and you know this is you have a career, you can do leaps and bounds of whatever you want to do personally. But I think the person that you are may want to be with or something has to make you want to come out of your zone and be okay. Well, I want uh, you to add to this. You know, I agree. It's a situation where, as you call him, ye that we shall not mention his name. Amen. I spent the better part of six years trying to make somebody love me. And so what I will never, I've, I've got very, very concrete boundaries of things that I will and won't accept. And so anybody that wants to be in my orbit and wants to date me romantically like that, you're going to have to, you're going to have to show that you, that you want me and you're going to put the effort in because I'm not going to chase you. I've done Mm -hmm. that, been there, wrote the book. I'm never doing that again. It can be very reciprocal because that's just who I am, but I'm not going to be the one trying to create something and so that's the reason why I'm still very single to this day, because that just hasn't came along. And it's like, um, so in the next five years, unfortunately, this isn't the most fulfilling answer. Um, the answer is, I don't know, but what I can give you is the idealistic answer is, yes, I would like to meet uh, meet a person and kind of develop a friendship and so we can go on uh, some, family vacations. Yeah. And some intimacy and somebody who can deal with my, my, my wild child side, because it's a part of me and all yeah, parts are going to be welcome. It's a part of me, but also can deal with my weird, nerdy, intellectual, just like the weird things that I tend to get enamored with and into yeah, it's, can, it's quite odd. If I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah, that can that can deal with like you know the complexities. I've made peace with the fact that like yeah, I'm a complicated, complex person that's full of, of 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 contradictions and things of that nature. But that makes me a very whole and 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 interesting and frankly like a beautiful human being. And so it's going to take somebody that can embrace all of it and not try to shame me for the parts that they don't like. And I've yet to come across that. Um, but when I do, hey, like, let's do it. Let's build something. Let's conquer the world. Yeah, I think ultimately for us, you know, as two individuals that are what my husband says is y'all are one and the same is why me and you get along so well. Um, is that we are spirits that don't like to be tamed. When I say tamed, it's like we want to be able to do what we want to do. I want to be able to go home and cuddle with my man or I want to be able to hold hands. But at the same turn, if I feel like going to shake my ass with my sister at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, 
that's what I want to do, but I don't want to hear your mouth about it at the end of the day. You get what I'm saying? Uh, So, but if I want to go, we want to have girls weekend for three days or Fridays and whatever the case may be, you're the wild side of us wants to do that. But then when we come home and Monday through Friday, we need to be one and everything, whatever the case may be, we're allowed to do those things. We just don't want a whole lot of back and the back and the forth. And cause like I tell people, I'm getting too old. I really am a bitch is old. Um, and, you know, and then, and in closing this out, I will say that, um, I remember when ye that we will not speak his name. <laughs> we were, it was at the end and we were breaking up and I had to really embrace this because I said this to him verbatim. And I said, if you find, if you ever find anybody that treats you better than I do, you let me know. Cause we both need to date them. And so all this that I'm saying that what I do know is that if I'm into you and, 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 and you're worth it and whatnot, like I would treat you like gold. I just expect it to be treated the same way and I'm not taking anything less. And that's the reason why. Munchie and I can no damn food, but yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no damn food. But All right. It's late. I'm drunk. We got to wrap this up. All right. So do we have a <laughs> rant for this week or no? Huh? Do we have a rant no, for this? No, no, no. All right. Good. So, yeah. <laughs> as we've always said, we thank you, Mallory, for that. Uh, Sydney, we will get oh, you. you know, like real quick, real quick. It's only going to be like five seconds. Fuck Dan Snyder. All right, go ahead. <laughs> make sure we put, we're going to put a pin in that because I have something to say about the dude, but we'll talk about that next week. It'll give us something to talk about. Okay. Um, boys, gays, and all things in between. Once again, I do apologize for the delay in episode. Once again, I am on the verge of a very prosperous moment of me coming out of shit that I don't have to do this late shit anymore. But anyhow, we have come to another end of a fabulous episode of who that rises up sports talk with a gay twist. Uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram of who underscore that rises up um, on Kenny and Glenn. That's Facebook um, direct DMS. I, you know, I usually when people slide in my DMs, they want to flirt. You hoes want to talk shit and, <laughs> and send questions and chocolate milk with soul, which I, we are here for, uh, I to better about putting uh, pictures on, on, uh, she has. on yeah. I am so proud of her. Yeah. I am really proud of her. I did bitch, you, you see a lot more today. She was at her lacrosse, her gay fit. Uh, <laughs> she's at her, she's at her gay fit. Uh, but she, I, I'm proud of my sister. She's gotten a lot better at it. Um, but tune into us be next week, Wednesday, I promise you, uh, at an earlier time frame, um, which we will have more action. We will probably have some world series to talk about because it will be time. Uh, of course the NBA has just started. As you see, we've talked about it. One week seven, hopefully more break again because it is coming. Um, cool. but as I say to you guys, each and every episode and he says it which i'm very proud of her she says it in her videos when she ends it now so i'm very happy to see that thanks Mm -hmm. sis uh sports is for everyone including you good night everybody